Hi guys, welcome back to the next episode of For the Love of Oats. For the love of God, we haven't seen each other in a really long time and we have not done a podcast in a really long time. As you all well know, welcome to the apocalypse, the coronavirus apocalypse. So this is the reason why myself and the stacked Jack Richardson are no longer together every day. It's a, it's a sad state of affairs. We've had to uh, we've had to go on a break. We have we've had to go on a break, like Ross and Rachel in Friends. We are on a break. <laughs> I love it. I love that show. That's really I know. Cool. I do. Right. You've got a lot more time to kind of like watch it now and catch up on the old series, yeah. I suppose. I haven't. I've actually got less time. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is it, isn't it? You're no longer a bodybuilder. You are no longer a bodybuilder. So this is obviously a very, very quick one that we're doing today because we felt like we needed a bit of a catch up and then we thought that this should be shared with everybody. So yeah, tell tell us why you're not a bodybuilder anymore. What's going on? So obviously with the world going to shit, um, I work at the gym. I, I PT out of the gym and obviously the gyms have closed. Now I'm still right. online coaching, but um i didn't really want to wait about to see whether you know i'm gonna get reimbursed for for what i would lose out of the gym so what i've done is i've picked up some shifts at tesco which is where i used to work um i actually worked uh on that for when i was doing my first prep in 2016 so it's i haven't went there for about three years so it's very very weird going back there now um, I've literally, I've literally, since I've left Tesco, started my business, I've literally lived every day in fitness and everything, and now, now I'm back working in a supermarket, I'm doing like 25,000 steps a day, um, Whoa. 25, um, I know, crazy, um, like, I'm getting up. You're going to lose all your gains from doing all of those steps, man, you do know oh, that. I know, I, to be fair, I've been piling the food in, I've actually gained weight. Nice. Nothing, nothing can beat my appetite. <laughs> Indeed. No, that's true. My appetite triumphs all the way through. I <laughs> like 50,000 steps. I was just, I was 84. Yeah. Um, it just gives me an excuse to be a fat boy. But no, it's, it's weird, man. It feels like someone's just giving me my old life back. Someone's mm. gone, all right, have your old life back. You have no say. Boom. Mm. So it's very bizarre. Very, it very um, How are you getting on in terms of like training and stuff like that? Are you managing to do some uh, at-home workouts? Um, in, in terms of training, I um, I'm fortunate enough to be using um, someone's let me use their home gym, so which I'm quite fortunate enough to do. Um, and Molly, I'm taking her through some home workouts with bands and stuff like that um and uh yeah so I'm, i managed to get stuff done obviously it's not as great as the gym but it, that's a luxury as long as you get creative with things you can um maintain muscle at the very least but you know i, I don't even see why in some instances why you can't gain muscle mm. um you know if all the variable like some people are in a better circumstance to grow you know, yeah. they, they don't need a, a crazy amount of load or they may have may have the equipment at home and you know they're resting all the time 
um, say if they, they aren't going to work, you know, they've got all the time to eat and recover and, and all less that. Less stress. Yeah, there's less stress as well, you know. Um, so you've got, I don't know, you're in a pretty optimal environment to, to grow. Um, mm. So there's a lot of people worrying about losing games, but, you know, take into consideration this may be a perfect opportunity to actually gain. Mm. get creative with it and uh you've been getting creative with it so as i've seen i know i have i've been using my son for deadlifts and for squats <laughs> yeah. um Brilliant. i think i now need to use my daughter for squats and deadlifts because he's just too light so i need the progressive overload aspect progressive of things. Overload. Um, and then indeed progressive overload with children oh. <laughs> that's it well then i've got a scott yeah and to be perfectly honest i could probably squat him um because he's only like 17 76 kilos, something like that. Oh, oh, sorry, he's not even that heavy. He's giving me a dirty look now. But yeah, uh, but no, it's, um, again, I'm quite fortunate that I do have equipment at home. Um, I do have about 130 kilos worth of weight at home as well, and a barbell. The only thing that is not optimal at this moment in time is the fact that my barbell is a 15K one, so it's a lot thinner than what I'm used to. <laughs> and that is really, that fucks with your head. Um, and especially when I'm adding like 220 plates. Um, or a plate aside on it, I'm like, that's 60. And it's like, no, 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 it's not, it's 55. So it's like, well, yeah. well I bet you, feel you, know, you think that you're like superhuman and you're like, you know, you, you gain five kilos. It's like, no, no, it's, you're actually just, yeah, you're decreasing the weight because you're using a little bar. So, <laughs> but yeah, so that's optimal. But, um, well, that's not optimal, should I say. But yeah, in terms of getting creative, um, loads of bands, loads of body weights, resistance exercises, lots of time under tension, um, lots of children being thrown here, there and everywhere. And of course, the stress element, I am still fully online coaching. And that is that is obviously what my job was previously, um, yeah. before the world started being dicks. Um, so my online business, thankfully, I've got the most, I've got some of the most amazing clients in the world who I, I did spend like <laughs> the good majority of a week from five in the morning until about half 10 at night, just reprogramming them. And every single one of them has got um, an at-home workout now That's based brilliant. on their abilities, based on their equipment um, availability. Um, and even just things like people who don't have anything, they yeah. still are getting a shit hot workout, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, yeah. it is awesome. Exactly. They're quite fortunate enough to have you. And this is what I mean by creativity. Um, mm got to get creative and of course like you you know shit so you're able to give the, the people their, their creativity and I I've been quite fortunate as well that a lot of my clients have said you know I want to stay with you and support you throughout this time and that, that really just reiterates like it just makes makes it quite rewarding of course mm. like I've I'm doing that as well as Tesco and so um my average day is like I, I go in it probably five or six in the morning and do that finish it 12 or one um and then and then i'll finish up the online coaching there um but yeah i like like yourself vic i'm just passing people uh, the home workouts just getting them creative it's um i what i found a lot of people are struggling with is motivation to, to train at home yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? Because I think this is where I've had quite a few people actually explain that on their check-ins today, saying that they're just losing motivation a little bit. And I think this is where you need to stop thinking like a bodybuilder in in your home workouts. So if you are doing home workouts, um, 
you know, behind closed doors and you're on your own and you need some self-motivation and that kind of thing. You need to stop thinking like a bodybuilder. A bodybuilder, realistically, unless they have their own home gym, they, they will not have the motivation to do three sets of 10, some drop sets and things like that, you know, to get to create the intensity because you just will not have that motivation for it. Think about yourself as somebody who, who is going to have to adapt and you're going to have to make the best of a, di of a difficult situation. Um, I'm always the happy-go-lucky, shining unicorn shitting, unicorn, unicorn basically, sorry, the glittery unicorn. unicorn. Shitting. Unicorn shitting unicorn. unicorn. Apparently, my unicorn turned into uh, a cannibal, ate another unicorn, and then shit him out with a load of sparkles. But um, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Oh, but yeah, I'm always a happy-go-lucky, positive person. And for every single client that has told me they've lost their motivation, I've managed to find out why they've lost their motivation and talk them through it and actually said, do you know what? Look at all the things that you have actually achieved this week. You've never been able to overhead squat a single kettlebell and you've now managed to do it with a 16 kilo kettlebell over your head. That's really fucking hard. You know, you should see this as an opportunity to better what you are pretty damn bad at. Now, what I'm pretty damn bad at is flexibility and mobility because I'm lazy and I don't like doing it. So what I've done is I have um, a most bodybuilders don't. Oh, we're crap. We're crap. And powerlifters are exactly the same. You know, it's like, do your mobility. Yeah, 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 I've done it. Yeah, you haven't though. And I know you haven't. Um, and it does, and it restricts you. And the thing is, is that I did a podcast with Scott the other day, and we did talk about functional movement. And quite honestly, functional movement does have a huge carryover into your bodybuilding. So in terms of like progressively overloading your overhead press, I don't have heavy enough dumbbells to overload my overhead press. And I have never, ever, ever managed to press. In fact, I did it the other day because I got a PB in my garage. Um, but... Yeah, the garage PBs. But I am approximately 51 kilos. There's no way I have ever managed to press, strip press, 51 kilos over my head. But what I can do is I can go into a handstand and I can strict handstand press my own body weight. Now, I have just there and then overloaded my shoulders and improved my overhead press. So when I did go back into the garage and I was aiming for my one rep max of an overhead press, I pressed six kilos. No, actually more than that. Nearly 10 kilos worth more than I've ever pressed in my overhead press before. Strict press. And that is literally from turning upside down. What steroids are you taking? I know, right? <laughs> Some illegal ones. Illegal ones, not the legal. I think they're hula hoops. It's the hula hoop game. Hula hoops. Awesome. Yeah, hula hoops. They are the secret to um, all my main games, all natty games. Oh, the beef ones are nice. I like the beef hula hoops. I'm not a fan. Really? You know, nah, I'm not a fan. Like to be fair, I didn't. These are, these are quite good because they are gluten. Oh no, hang on a minute. Oh yeah, they are gluten free. Thank <laughs> God for that. I was just like, oh <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, these ones are gluten free, um, but they're made in a factory that obviously handles gluten, so it can say it may contain gluten. But um, but yeah, hula hoop gains. I'm not a fan of the beef ones. Don't like those. Salt and vinegar for you know, salt and vinegar. Yeah, so that they're, they're classic flavors. They oh, are. I like a bit of meat. You like a bit of meat? Wouldn't shout that too loud. Um. <laughs> 
<laughs> miming, miming. But yeah, it's there's so many different things that you can do. So if you are thinking like a bodybuilder and thinking that you have got to do three sets of 10, three sets of 10, or a bit of a drop set here and there, you know, and that kind of thing, don't don't get out of your own head in thinking like a bodybuilder or a powerlifter because you're yeah. just going to get frustrated you are it's just going to mm. adapting it, it you know you can see it as a bit of a challenge that, that's yeah. what i'm seeing everything um as at the moment it's just just learning to adapt with everything you know you know you've got to train differently you've probably got to do different work or you've probably got you know you've got to live a different lifestyle it's not forever yeah. this is your challenge you know challenge makes character it does um totally. like our challenge is not managing to train oh I know, I know i know i know i need i i've been training without headphones without a training partner and i you know after after work i can tell you now the sessions are very different um, yeah very different like i when the gym's open it's going to be a glorious day it's going to be hard we are going to be like sore as fuck oh, to yeah. be fair i'm sore as hell anyway yeah yeah i'll be getting doms i'll be getting doms with my workouts um yeah like a lot of people struggle with motivation as well because they can't really associate well the struggle to associate you know their house with fitness as well as a place to relax yeah i suppose this is where you need a designated area to sort of work out that would help. Oh, you've got your go. It would help. Yeah, I mean, it would help. I think, I think, like I said, with the whole motivational thing, though, I think what you've really, really got to do is actually just take a step back and just think, what is it that you want to achieve? This is not forever. And to be perfectly honest with you, right, I'm going to talk for um, powerlifters as well because people are actually worried about losing strength. If there, there was a really big study that was done um, not so long back, and they actually... Um, took seasoned powerlifters and stopped them from training for i think it was six months and they literally did not pick up a weight for six months at all you know they just went above their daily lives and that kind of thing and then they compared it with another group who continuously trained okay so continuously carried on with their training program in the gym without any any other changes at all the uh, one rep maxes were basically no different. So even after six months of completely not touching a barbell and completely detraining themselves, when they got back into a cycle, it literally took them between 10 and 14 days to reach their one rep maxes to where it was before they left off. Because strength returns extremely quickly and it is all about muscle memory. So for people who are afraid that they're gonna atrophy or you know, because of the, them having to start work at Tesco's and do 25,000 steps again, um, or they're worried about losing strength in the long term, you won't. Even if we go into complete lockdown and you are locked in with yourself and your body for six months time, when you get back into picking up a dumbbell or picking up a barbell, the strength gains will return and you will pick up where you left off. I, I remember um, I had a powerlifter and she decided to actually not do any powerlifting for a while because she wanted to take a break from it. And for four months, I programmed her as a hybrid. So I run a Titan hybrid program. Um, and not she, she benched, but she didn't bench like a powerlifter at all. Okay, it was all hybrid. Then she came back to me. She was like, do you know what? I'm going to do some powerlifting. I want to do some powerlifting. So I'm like, okay, great. Um, her bench improved by seven and a half kilos 
and she never benched like a powerlifter. And this is the thing, she did stupid hybrid shit like we do, like wall walks, like overhead um, handstands, you know, um, walk out or, or isolation holds and constant tension work. And she never bench pressed maxes, ever. And yet seven and a half kilos, she improved her bench press and did that as a PB on a platform too, which was immense. And she was jacked as well. All of a sudden it was like, fuck, where the hell did your lats come from? Holy shite. Yeah, you know, and this was all things like isometric ring holds, which you don't need a set of rings for. You can do them in your living room on your sofa. Just sit in between two sofas and just hold yourself up tight, you know, and then hold yourself in a bottom position in a dip and then go back up again and hold those isometrics. Yeah. Um, these kind of things, they're hitting different, different stuff. So stop thinking like a bodybuilder and just start thinking like a, I don't know, like, like you want, oh, this is exactly what my tagline is for the hybrid Titan training. You need to train like you are going to outrun the zombies in the apocalypse. You know, zombies are fucking slow. You need to be quick. You need to be agile. You need to be climbing and jumping over bloody cars to get away from the zombies. And, you know, uh, well, the old school zombies were really slow and kind of like dithery and stuff like that, weren't they? But in 28 days later, those fuckers can run. They sprint. Yeah, they do. This is why you need a ray gun. You do need a ray gun. Yeah. But this is that's taking yeah. away the point you're trying to get across in terms of like, you know, be better with your body. <laughs> but, you know, then they're not, zombies are not going to stop running after you if you lie down and do like, you know, three rep maxes on your bench press. They're not going to wait for you to finish your leg extension or your leg curl. But if you can, if you can pull your own body weight up and get over a fence, you're going to outrun the zombies. So that's how I would actually do it. Be motivated to outrun the zombies rather than thinking like a bodybuilder. Hell, I'm going to be motivated to outrun them, them buggers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm probably going to get bitten first because of how public I am with my work. Like, I'm going to, you know, say to a customer, are you right there? And you're going to go, <laughs> and then bite me. <laughs> it is. It is. I think that's what everybody is like really worried about, about this apocalypse type thing, you know, where we're all locked in and all the rest of it. I think people are actually worried that we're all of a sudden going to turn into zombies and start eating people. There's a worry and there's a sly excitement because I've been, uh, I've been preparing for this day for a long, long time. I'm Have not you? Lie. Yeah. Yeah. I've played a lot of Call of Duty. I've, uh, oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm quite skilled. I was quite skilled, you know, uh, Excellent. One. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. So, in terms of moving forward, obviously, there's not really a lot that we can explain on what we're going to be doing moving forward. However, um, what we will be doing is we will probably be catching up a little bit more often because of the fact that we're not together every day in terms of our training. So, we will catch up a little bit more often on the podcast when you are not in the Tesco's. And mm. I think that's about it. Yeah. 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 Guys, if you want to ask us any questions or you yeah. want to get involved um, with some body weight training that we can obviously program for you, then obviously put a little comment underneath the videos. Give it a like um, and all the rest of it. Sorry that it is a quick one today, but quite honestly, we've got shit to do. got shit to do, man. We've got shit to do. Like I'm going to uh, cry over pictures of the gym. Um, for an hour, and then I'll take a nap and cry again. Nice. Sounds like a plan. 
Yeah, I'm doing two sets of crying. Two sets of crying. Yeah. Okay. One set of eye rubbing. Yes. Yeah. Good one. Good wrist movement. Good for forearms. Yep. Dear God. Right, okay. <laughs> Love you lots, and we will speak to you again soon. Ciao for now. Bye-bye, bye-bye.